0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome once again to the Castle Collective, and what an awesome collective we have tonight. We are recording this uh, just after Thanksgiving, and this is going to be our gratitude episode, so we're excited to share what we're thankful for. And tonight, joining us in The Collective, of course, he was the man at Disneyland in the 90s. Almost every day, almost every night, you'd see him running around. (laughs) Nick at night, welcome to the show. How's it going? Going great. And he is the (laughs) master of trivia, as he proved in our last episode. He is also one of the hosts of the Word on the Main Street podcast, where you can Uh, Listen, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, Sean Solo, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And he is not a captain. He is a skipper. He worked uh, not only on, well, you've worked all over the place uh, within the Disney parks, but most notably the Jungle Cruise, because that would be so fun. You'd be so good at it. He is a world-renowned DJ game show host, all those things. Skipper Rob, welcome back. And he's at home, ladies and gentlemen. I was about to say, you're yeah. not calling in in the middle of the episode from Timbuktu, so that's pretty wild tonight. Yeah, excited to be here. And she is a literal Disney princess, as well as worked uh, on Disney cruise lines all over the place. See, Shelly, welcome back.
2: Ahoy, mateys! <laughs> uh,
0: this, is a, this is a fun group, and I'm excited for what we're going to talk about Uh so uh, the suggestion was made, and by the way, most of our Castle Collective episodes happen this way where people just start suggesting things, and I love it. Uh, the Thanksgiving idea was suggested by C. Shelley and uh, and then maybe molded and formed a little more by Rob and with all of us participating. So I'm excited about it, uh, but the idea is – to start off, at least, with the Thanksgiving table, is this something you guys do at your
3: table, Nick? No, not anymore. Our kids are too impatient, so we don't do that. <laughs> are they too
0: ungrateful? Is that it?
3: I No comment. You're okay. <laughs> I,
0: how about you guys? Uh, Sean, do you guys go around the, the table and talk about what you're grateful for? Uh, my immediate family, no. Uh, but... My
1: in-laws, my mother-in-law specifically loves to do it. And I hate yeah. it. I think it's the worst. So I'm yeah. super excited. You're ungrateful. That's
4: so. why. <laughs> you express gratitude more often. Maybe you'd be more grateful.
1: I say thank you a lot. So. Okay. That should, that should well, count.
0: Well, this is going to be a lot of fun, and and uh, I think we're going to start off with C. Shelley, since it was your idea. And first of all, C. Shelley, I am grateful for you. I am grateful that you're in our lives and you're part of the collective and that you're such an awesome soul. But why don't you tell us, uh, in the Disney realm, what you're grateful for?
2: Sure thing, and thank you for that. I'm grateful for all of you. I have loved doing all of these episodes. It's awesome and fun. I love an excuse to talk about Disney and, uh, yeah. So we've, told, gratitude this we've month.
0: told the audience this, but I feel like it's the right time to mention. Yes. The podcast is awesome. However, I don't know if there's a day that goes by that we don't all text each other. <laughs> I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, but I hate, hate text groups except the castle collective and the funniest stuff gets brought up and the audience, you guys miss out. So anyway, sorry, continue on.
2: All right. Well, I will focus on the Disneyland resort first and just kind of detail a few. I I tried to pick some random things just because I felt as I started making my list that, I was grateful for a lot of the magic, which that was the first episode I was a part of was the magic pixie dust episode. And Mm. I didn't want to repeat too much of that. So, um, but I think specifically, well, in a general way, I'm so grateful that I grew up by Disneyland. I think the fact that I lived 10 minutes away and just had that, luck of the draw blessing opportunity, whatever you want to call it in my life to be able to be a part of that and and go often and particularly in my teenage years and have that be just the hangout on the weekends and what a unique experience you know I just yeah. just people don't get that experience very much in this world, you know that uh, and I think a lot of people that love Disney, maybe that's their experience or their reason why but um you know it's a unique thing to be able to grow up so close and and have that be something that was such a tradition for me and and just as if it was normal for my childhood and my teenhood to just go every friday night to to disneyland and it's just it's a great it's a great place uh to grow up by um and then awesome. something that <laughs> Something that is is no longer really the case now that we have so much technology. But boy, did I love the Fast Pass era. I just loved. (laughs) I'm so grateful for those cute little machines that would pump out those little tickets and run across the parks. Like we figured out that trick once uh, California Adventure opened that you could do the Fast Passes every two hours within the same park, but you could run really fast and get one. At the other park, in less yes. than two hours, and then you collect them all. And you got them in your pockets, mm. and you're just like lining out your day. And oh, the good times, the good old days. I guess it makes me sound, you know, like an old curmudgeon about about the technology. Back and I, in my day, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. have this Genie Plus. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I just, I man, I'm grateful for that time. It that was just awesome, fun. Um. Yeah, that's and a lot of
3: steps you'd be getting in in a day, my goodness. For
2: sure, yeah. I, I, made, it, <laughs> I made it a pretty serious operation to go back and forth between parks. Um, and I, I mean, I couldn't sit around my Thanksgiving table, as it were, right now, and not just express gratitude for the mouse himself and the happiness and joy and immediate welling of tears that I have every time I see Mickey. I don't know what that's about, but it's like he is just in my heart and soul.
0: Absolutely.
2: Um, and I love that guy. I love the little encounters that that you run into with him. Um, and I have more on my Disneyland list, but I'm going to just do a couple general things that are not Disneyland specific. Um, and then I'll be done. But awesome. I want I do want to say that. At Disney World at the Epcot Resort, anybody who ever gets a chance to go there, and maybe many of you have experienced these wonderful, talented people, but I am so grateful for the Voices of Liberty at Epcot Resort. <laughs> just the fact, oh, what beautiful singers. They're an acapella group, and they're in the Little America Pavilion, and go mm. there and get your goosebumps if you if you ever get a chance. So I, I love them. And I, and then I have to express gratitude just for my opportunities of being able to work for the mouse and, and, uh, enjoy traveling with the cruise line and enjoy the beautiful Island of Castaway Key and, um, working with people from other cultures. It, it's one of the greatest pieces of gratitude of my life. It makes me cry. Um, just that experience and being able to work there. So, and with that, I will bow out now. <laughs> I oh. have a lot more things, but there, but, but that's my main, my main pieces of, of gratitude for Disney. So.
0: We could wrap it up now. you summed it up so well. Why did we start? Why on earth did we start with C. Shelley? <laughs> that was such a <laughs> beautiful sentiment. I'm all emotional now. I needed an audio bed for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah nick the sound engineer oh
3: sorry
0: (laughs) you are spot on you're not at all wrong you do need an audio bed for that so uh no that was really beautiful very well done shelly awesome let's uh jump around the table we'll go over to skipper rob um
4: i think i don't know if this is what spurned it spurned it i don't know if that's the right word but
0: sparked it it. i
4: think maybe inspired us um, spurned would be there, a negative yeah it would be uh something that was very uh positive for all of us something we were all thankful for is the passing of the torch back to uh bob eiger <laughs> I, yeah. I think we had a very uh day thanks what a great thanksgiving gift we were given last right. week.
0: right yes um, absolutely
4: and then all the memes and all the tweets that followed <laughs> it's the, the gift laughter. that
0: kept on giving and that's um, for sure
4: I To go back to our, our thread, this was my favorite one that I sent out. Um, let me find it here because we we shared so many, but this one was my favorite.
0: We um, had so many memes going back and forth that day. And, got, and I loved each one even more.
4: The moment Disney fired JPEG, furniture and dishware across the resort began turning <laughs> back into people. <laughs> that was, I love that. And so I that love was a great one. I love to share one. that.
0: Um, yeah, that was so funny.
4: So, uh, so a lot of my experiences with Disney particularly are with Disney World. Um, and so the last maybe 10 years, I've been able to do more diving into Disney and we got an annual pass. So I'm thankful for annual passes and for the opportunity that we have a lifestyle where we can just say we should go to Disneyland in a couple of weeks and we'll get a room and we'll have some fun down there. And so it was. it's just been fun these last two years having the annual pass. Um, I'm also thankful for refurbishments, especially for the new, for the refurbishment for uh, Indiana Jones. That needs a lot of help right now.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not
4: thankful for refurbishments when you're on vacation and that one is closed. Yeah. Especially when you go to uh, Shanghai Disney and they close Pirates of the Caribbean, but that's beyond.
0: Mm, Boo.
4: um, One of the things I'm always grateful for is at the end of the night, what is the busiest corridor? I think this is the busiest corridor in all of Disneyland is that corridor between Adventureland and the yeah. hub. When you walk for in sure. right there by the bathrooms, by Dole Whip, whatever. And my wife and I, every time we got through that corridor at the end of the night or there's nobody there, we put our arms out side out and we go, look what we can do. We can put our <laughs> arms out. And so I'm always grateful <laughs> for that. Um, it, Love so it. That's one of the biggest things I'm grateful for. And then she's not getting back to me, but our favorite sandwiches are at the ho- Jolly Holiday. So that's what we're really thankful for is their breakfast egg sandwich. Mm. And then their seasonal, uh, like shredded chicken rancho sandwich. I don't know what it's called, but it's amazing. And it's, it's funny because I was never really a big foodie when it came to Disney. But the more you go, the more you appreciate the food that you can get there and the different experiences. Great. And so... When we had our last trip there, it was a rainy day. We did a lot of things that I don't normally do and wait in line for. Like but I,
2: sourdough.
4: Yes, like sourdough. I'm thankful for new experiences. We'll say that. Every yeah. time I we went to Disneyland or did the resort, I have a new experience. And my newest experience was going into Boudin's. I didn't realize they had a like a sampling area and you could watch the bread being made. And that like blew my mind. And so that was fun. And then uh, just slowing down, being able just to be in the park and slow down. I think sometimes when we go to a park and we don't have an annual pass, we haven't been there a lot. We just go through it and as fast as we can. Shelly's experienced that with me at Cedar Point. So um, now that I have the ability to slow down, I sat on the porch of the Wizard of Bras, the former Wizard of Bras. And just sat there on the rocking chair for like an hour and watched the sunset and watched people walk by. And I really enjoy those type of moments. And then the ability just to go there and be with my wife and uh, have magical moments with her.
0: Oh, that is so sweet. I love this episode. This is becoming my favorite already. Um, Sean Solo, what do you got oh in the way of gratitude? Uh, well... I would first say
1: uh, I have to be grateful for the first Disneyland trip I ever had. Uh, When I was a a wee lad, um, my uncle ended up taking my family, my parents, my brother and myself. And then, of course, my aunt. Um, I had never been before uh, and I got to experience it. I think I've mentioned on here before I rode the Haunted Mansion and I thought the ghosts were real. And it was just, <laughs> it was really magical as a child. Um, How old were you? Do you remember? I think I was five. 26. <laughs> 26. Years
0: 26. Old. Yes. The ghosts were real. It was last year.
1: <laughs> no, but I thought the ghosts were real. And it, it was just a magical trip for me. I, I have pictures of me just passed out on the ground during the electrical parade from a fun day at Disney. But, uh, little did I know until I actually grew up and was told this. Uh, apparently, my family. When you're a kid, you don't know how uh, poor you are, <laughs> and uh, we obviously didn't have money for Disney. But that was all thanks to my uncle. Uh, he even would give my parents cash if I wanted something, and he mm. would let my dad purchase it so that that's that cool. My dad was was the hero there, so. Uh, that always gets me a little bit, uh, when I talk about it, but, um, but yeah, it was just, it was Was incredible. Was he your, was he your Funkle? He definitely is my Funkle for sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, he took, he took us on another one, maybe a year later, did the same type of thing. Uh, but that kind of set the, the, the love of Disney in my life, uh, from that point on. Uh, we did some Christmas trips with the family on that side uh when I was, I was like, awesome. 14 years old and 16 years old. Um, got the whole family together, grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins. So uh had a lot of good times there, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, so just grateful for that. And then of course, my my trip abroad to Japan to the Tokyo Disney Resort was just a really cool experience. Um, definitely for the culture aspect of Japan, but more so to just see how different, uh, Tokyo Disney is from, from our Disneyland. It's not owned by Disney. So, uh, it was just a, a whole different animal there. Um, and I, I really, really loved that. So that's, uh, that's probably what I'm grateful for. Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet there, but, uh,
0: I love yeah. it. Every part of that. And that's really sweet about your uncle. What a cool, cool memory. Yeah. Like, that's uh, definitely a bond that you guys have. I love it. All right, Nick at Night, what you got in this category?
3: <clears throat> so, I think this is Disneyland Park adjacent enough that it'll qualify. I'm not r- breaking rules here. Um, I'm, I thankful I, I'm thankful for Imagineers <laughs> and Imagineering. Mm, yeah. Uh, that there are people in this world that seek to capture the genius and adventure and creativity of Walt Disney every day and share that with everyone else that they can. And their palette is Disneyland and all the Disney parks. And I think that I'm really grateful for those people that, that dedicate their their talents and skills to to making the park as best as they can make it. So first off, Imagineers um, and nice. Imagineering. Um uh, I, I would like to kind of throw back to the, the chat group um, or the group text rather. Uh, I shared a picture of my first time at Disneyland. Yeah, my, that was my adorable. Hippie, my hippie father,
0: uh, hey. my, first,
3: uh, my first set of Mickey ears. And so I think I'm thankful that there's something as simple as Mickey ears. Yeah. And mm. that, that, that becomes part of the magic, the experience it's a unique um, – I mean, you can't buy Mickey ears somewhere else and have it mean the same thing. It's it's part of your experience being there at the parks. And uh, so I, I'm thankful for Mickey ears. That is awesome. Um, and then uh, I'll give one more um, that's park-centric. I have some others that are a little more generic. But um, I'm thankful – that as much as there are things, like Rob said, of of refacing and resurfacing, retheming, all those different things, I'm thankful that they've kept Pirates of the Caribbean. I I know that that's a weird thing to be thankful for, but having gone to Hong Kong Disneyland, where they didn't have it, I became very um, aware of how much a trip and a ride on Pirates of the Caribbean means for my Disney experience, my Disney memories. And there are many opportunities for Disney to get rid of rides, especially ones that old. And yet they've found a way to keep it going and to keep it magical and wonderful. And I think that that's pretty amazing. And I'm I'm grateful that they've been able to find ways to keep it fresh, but still, uh, still part of the magic and, Memories of being at Disneyland for, and I guess I should say I I share Shelley's thing of growing up near Disneyland. Um, That's also a blessing that I think I didn't really appreciate until I got old and could actually afford to go, but never took the chance to go. And so, uh, yeah, so those are the things I'm thankful for. Wow, man, that is beautiful,
0: Nick. Awesome stuff. Well, I'm, you know, it's funny. I I could kind of echo a lot of what was already said here, but uh, I, I would say, you know, one of the things, and it's definitely definitely goes along with what Nick just said, uh, is that I love that I can see 1955 in the park, and there are parts of the park that are 1955, and then I can see 1960 and 1965 and 1970. And, uh, you know, as we've discussed before, uh, I came into being in the seventies. I remember parts of the seventies, you know, <laughs> born in 1972. Um, and, and so the things that I was fascinated with when I was a kid, I can see some of them there. And what's funny is some of them I see physically, some of them I see in my mind, you know, and, and like the Skyway when we were just there a couple of weeks ago with family and, you know, I I showed my niece. I said, okay, do you see up here? That's where the skyway was. And would go all the way across here and then I'll show you on the other side in Tomorrowland where it ended up. And so I, I love that. I love the history that Walt is still there. Um, you know, if you, if you know where to look and that for my kids, they're going to, you know, they're going to be able to say, Oh, I can see 2008 in here. Or I can see, you know, and, and it's that universal. The other thing I love is how, much Disneyland is for everyone and how accommodating Disney is for people and that Disneyland when you go and you know I've I've mentioned before I have eight kids Um, six are adopted and come from crazy backgrounds and two are uh, severely special needs live in group homes right now as adults and there is something for everyone I can take any group to Disneyland, and we can have a blast. And it was really evident to me a few weeks ago when we went with my parents, who are in their late 70s, my sisters, who are a few years younger than I am, uh, a 14-year-old niece, and a, a five-year-old nephew. And I thought, you know, we're going to, oh, everyone's going to want to break off all the time. We were able to stay together so much and I thought, where else can you do that? And I think that's part of why, you know, I used to do a lot of one-on-one trips with my kids, uh, or I'd grab two or three of them at a time. But I think that's a lot of it, is it's an entire day that we just have things to do. And the final thing I'll say is, I love how much there still is of Americana in Disneyland. But there's there's a vision of an idealism of an America that, you know, you see Walt's hometown on Main Street and you really see it. And you see people, things that should be American values, like people being nice to you, cast members, happy to see you, people helping out, you know, and so many things that are just great personal values, but also sort of that Americana and that we, that you can go unapologetically watch, you know, the flag ceremony and they don't bring any politics into it. It's a flag ceremony and you see all different types of people standing around crying, saluting a flag and thanking veterans and the parades and great moments with Mr. Lincoln. And man, I just love all that. So those are the things for which I am extremely grateful for our our dear Disneyland. So I think all of us could go on for about seven hours about all the things we're grateful for. But thanks everyone for being open and opening up and sharing those things because that was just beautiful.
3: Yeah. We we should probably say that Joel wanted a proxy vote. He's thankful for churros. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Joel. Uh, Joel is not a big fan of the churro. There's there's some running themes within our chat group, uh, and that's the the value of a churro is definitely one of them. It seems like uh, no matter no matter what happens, it all comes back to the value of a churro and the smell inside the submarines in our chat group. So,
3: oh <laughs> so I'm thankful for the Fantasyland theater.
2: I am too. I'm literally <laughs> thankful for the Fantasyland Theater. In I'm
3: sarcastically thankful. I, I am, am
2: actually <laughs> thankful for the amazement show. I am. Joy to I my am, soul.
0: I am thankful that someone is thankful for the <laughs> Fantasyland Theater.
2: I love that place.
0: <laughs> well. I'm
2: also Team Joel on the churro thing.
0: <laughs> and I'm grateful for Videopolis. May it rest in peace. But. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do a quick rapid fire and this, this can be fun, especially because I'm not sure what's about to happen here. I haven't actually (laughs) chosen what we're about to do, but we're going to go through, I'm going to name something from the Disneyland resort. And I literally have not like thought about any of these. So I'm going to just randomly, I'm on Disneyland.com. I'm going to do whatever comes up. I'm pulling up a map. And I'm just going to throw some things out. And when I do, we will go around Robin and we're going to go in this same order. So it's Shelly, then Rob, then Sean, then Nick, and back to me. We'll just do it round Robin. Uh, mm-hmm. As I mentioned this, one thing about what I say that you are grateful for. All right. So we're going to that- start off with. Something I just mentioned, which is one of my favorite things in the world. Great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Go.
2: (laughs) Okay. I am thankful for great moments with Mr. Lincoln. If I am very tired or very hot, and that's (laughs) kind of it. Um,
0: And that's okay. If you're
2: not very hot, you actually might freeze to death. In that show. My wife um, always but, wears
0: a jacket in it. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but if if it's real hot outside or you're exhausted, that is a glorious place to cool down in the darkness and have a little nap to the soothing voice of good old Abe.
0: All right, Rob. Um,
4: Isn't there a thing outside of great moments like in the lobby?
0: There's like a big like map thing. What is it? Yeah, there's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it? Remind there's me. a there's a big uh thing of the White House and, yeah. and there's a whole bunch of that that kind of stuff. Yes. Like yeah.
2: figurines on a table sort of type of yep. yeah.
0: yep. architect. That's kind of cool. What I was gonna say was <clears throat> I'm grateful for
4: the innovation that was like the first audio animatronic that the Mr. Lincoln brought to us, which beautiful inspired everything that we have today. That was Love the first. It.
1: Sean Seldo. Yeah, I was going to say I was, I'm was. i grateful for the history of the attraction, both like American history, but also the history of the Disney parks and Imagineering, as Rob had mentioned already. So,
3: Nick, I'm grateful that there's people that care about that stuff still. I mean, we, we do kind of live in a society that can take for granted certain aspects of what this nation provides and, and what it has provided historically and. While not a perfect nation by any means, I'm grateful that there is a place where these great principles and the things of Americana, like you said, that they have a place that, that and it has meaning. It's not going anywhere, I don't think. I don't know if there's any rule yeah. that needs to stay, but I'm glad that they've kept it.
0: I'm grateful for how aspirational it is. And I feel like crying or jumping up for joy every time I hear America spread your golden wings. See, I, I love that song. Yeah. Although well, the soundtrack is one I'm very thankful for. One War Blue and One War Gray and, and America Spread Your Golden Wings. I love it. So. All right. Next one. Rapid Fire. Uh, the Monorail. Here we go. See, Shelley.
2: Oh, oh, gosh. I love the monorail. Oh, what do I pick?
0: What are um, you thankful for about the monorail?
2: I, I love to see out. I love to see out of the, yeah. uh, the Disneyland Resort. I like to get on it, glide around and look, see poo down at all the things and the people. And <laughs> I like to be able to see out. That's what I'll say.
0: Awesome. Okay. Skipper rub Um,
4: How unexpectedly long it is. Once you get into Disneyland, you're all like, <laughs> we're almost there. And then it keeps going and then winding <laughs> and then winding. Like we're still going. <laughs> we're still seeing autotopia, autopia,
0: we keep seeing it. so Love it. Sean Solo. Yeah, uh,
1: kind of on Shelly's note, it's just I'm grateful for the alternate view of the park that we don't normally get. Uh, you don't get that often in the park uh, now that the sky buckets are gone and the, the, the uh, Astro Orbiter is not on the top of that dealy-do like it used to be. Uh, you've got the Mark Twain that does that. And I think you've got uh, the tree house when it's open that does that, but it's one of the few alternate views
0: of the park that I love. Nick at night.
3: Early entrance. If you are a guest at the California hotel, mm-hmm. through the, it, it feels like the, the portal to your VIP experience.
0: Yeah. yeah Cause there's
3: nobody there when you walk
0: off that monorail. Uh, for me, it's uh, it's kind of the behind the scenes. It, you feel like you get to see things you're not supposed to see. And there's something exciting about that to me. You get to see a little bit behind the scenes and the, the you get to see the merging of Disneyland and the world outside. I decided it's unfair to start with Shelly every time because then you're right on the spot. So I'm going to mix it up <laughs> a little bit. Here I like we go. <laughs> the Golden Zephyr, Sean Solo. What oh, the- uh, I hate that ride. Um, actually, <laughs> no, what are you grateful for about it? <laughs> I'm grateful
1: that you had me ride it. Uh, it was uh, it was a different experience than I've ever had at California
0: Adventure. So, Yeah, I couldn't believe you had never ridden it. That was awesome. Uh-huh. All right, Nick at Night, Golden Zephyr.
3: The air conditioning that it provides.
0: <laughs> Skipper Rob. Uh, the funny videos
4: you can make on it, uh, filming your enthusiasm going on the Golden Zephyr.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, Shelly,
2: I have no idea what you speak of.
0: The Golden Zephyr is in California Adventure (laughs) and it spins around. It's I gathered that,
2: but that's um, all right.
0: You don't have to say I've written it.
2: I am grateful for the next time I go so that I can hunt it down and write it.
0: Yes, okay. Uh, I am grateful for the original vision of California Adventure that was supposed to be kind of like a county fair. And that is a classic county fair style ride, just Disney fied a little bit. So I love that. Short all lines. right. Most of the time what? you'd
3: be grateful for short lines.
0: It, yeah. On a really busy day, you wait two or three rounds and you're on. So, all right. We're going to start with Skipper Rob on this one. The Frontierland Shooting Exposition. Oh, um, Skipper Rob. I am grateful when you go up to it and
4: somebody didn't use all their credits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get to play for it. free.
4: Nice. That happened to me last time I was there. It's my favorite thing.
0: All right. Somebody's perfect. Uh, let's go to C. Shelley.
2: Mm, okay, good. I'm glad that I'm next. Um, I always loved when I mostly did that when I was younger. But I just love that you get that you're shooting a gun. I don't know. I I like <laughs> I like just picking up that thing and go the little red dot trying to go at it. I just it's a cool random thing to do in the middle of Disneyland Resort. Pick up a gun,
1: Sean Solo. Uh, I am grateful for the guy before they changed it to an electric thing. The guy that had to repaint all the targets. Uh, after <laughs> shot him.
3: Nick at night. So I <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm getting a little bit of my history kind of backwards. Cause I just came from Lake Havasu, Arizona, where they also had a shooting gallery. Is this the one that has the piano player? Yeah,
0: there's a piano player there. Yeah, and if you shoot, he plays. Yep. That was my favorite
3: part. I, I loved the that I could do something that uh, I don't know. I had a reaction, you know that that I I was a kid at the time when I first started doing it. So I think I loved shooting the piano player in the butt. I love
4: the <laughs> I love the train in the distance and how it's yeah. like this nighttime scene. It's such a really
0: cool, like very in depth scene. I uh, I am thankful for the surprise and excitement of it. Like, it's surprising and exciting every time you get to hit something. And I'm also grateful, uh, while I am actually a pretty decent shot, I'm a gun guy, I'm grateful that it's not so specific so that kids can hit. You know, you get close enough, you're going to hit something, and it's going to be good.
2: And the All ping right. sound is so rewarding. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's
3: exciting. Uh, they, it's it a great like a attraction. Echo. All right. Just, just a, where if you shot, like if, if, you, if someone did a camera flash, that the whole thing went. Was that how it worked? Oh, I don't know about that.
2: Mm, I have, have a to look into me- that. Memory of what you're saying, Nick.
3: Because I, I, I seem to recall it. that people would take a picture and because it was a light gun or, you know, that's how it triggered it, mm-hmm. that it, everything would go at the same time. It I was think so. loud, and it was like a huge, just explosion of.
0: All right, we got to do some homework on that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, okay, this one we are going to start with Nick at Night rope drop. What are you thankful about with
3: rope drop? I'm thankful that I still have something to look forward to because I've never done that. So I, it is on the list of things that I would like to do someday.
0: Wow, you have never rope dropped. Okay, never Shelley. Rope dropped.
2: Um, I am grateful. I don't know if they do this every time, but the times that I have rope dropped, uh, right when you get in and go through the gates, they do like a little, little songy thing at the train, like a welcome song. They don't always
0: do that anymore, but yeah, I've seen it. Those are some vague
2: memories that I have of times that I have rope dropped. So I, they stick in my mind. So I'm grateful for that.
0: That's Awesome. Uh, let's go to Sean rope drop.
1: I uh, just getting stuff done early in the day is what I'm <laughs> grateful for.
4: Yeah. Skipper Rob. Um, I don't know if I've done rope drop, but I got to tell you this. Uh, when I worked at the magic kingdom, I got to do rope drop a couple of times as a cast member. And it's one of the craziest and fun things ever just to see the excitement and all the people and you have all the power <laughs> and the keys or the gateway to where they want to go. So what they would do is they do rope drop into different lands. And so they would open up the hub and then I would be at the rope drop into Adventureland, Liberty Square. And I remember doing that. And it's just like seeing the anticipation, and the excitement of it. And I want to remember that and not remembering it like it was for... Um, black friday or something like that people trying to get into walmart but uh i think that's the fun of it the great
0: the gratitude of just the anticipation of it a great day oh love it um did we go through everyone was that everyone no see shelly you, you haven't gone you haven't gone through it i haven't gone uh see shelly did you go on rope drop yeah Okay, so my rope drop was – I was just making sure everybody's covered because I was looking forward to other things too. Um, Mm. My my thing on rope drop, uh, and this is going to sound horribly taking the magic out of it, not waiting in line for the first hour. If you rope drop, you can pretty much – you can hit so many things early. We had early entry a few weeks ago. Uh, which was fun, and having early entry dro- rope dropping 30 minutes before the actual park opens is just awesome. So but uh, my, we stayed on site at the Disneyland Hotel, and it was phenomenal in the morning. So that's what I'm grateful for. I'm going to throw out one more, and then I want to give you something to think about because the collective has not heard this yet. The last question is going to be, What is one thing about Disneyland that you are thankful for that you think maybe no one else would really think of or few people would think of, uh, you know, something really odd or, you know, that you would share that maybe other people would go, what are you talking about? But to to give everybody some time to percolate on that, to think of something kind of a little random or out there, our final rapid fire before that will be, and we're going to start with C. Shelley on this. Walk-around characters.
2: Walk-around characters? Is that what you said?
0: Yeah. Meet and greet characters.
2: Oh, Um, oh gosh. I mean, I think I'm just grateful for the fact that as a 40-year-old adult, I still get the same feeling of giddiness inside my little fluttering heart in those situations. I love the element of surprise with the walk-around characters and that I can get all... Excited, especially if it's Mickey. I literally, like, get giddy and get little butterflies. It's pretty insane.
0: Ugh, love it. Skipper Rob? So specifically about... Walk-around characters,
2: characters? Um,
4: Two things. One, I loved what they did during COVID, during the uh, pandemic. I thought that was wonderful, where there's no lines for a character ending Oops, and part of the atmosphere and you can just take a selfie with them right yeah so that was my favorite when they did that and i love unexpected characters that you didn't know existed like the first time i ever saw uh the redhead the pirate redhead oh yeah forget her is it red i forget her name yeah the pirate you, red yep when you see an unexpected guest you're like they have one of those this is amazing and then you get a photo op with them uh so I like it when they're unexpected and you don't stand in line. That's what I love about those type of characters. Awesome.
1: Sean Solo. I love seeing the kids when they see their favorite character run up and give a hug uh, to that character. I had that happen with my son on our last trip. He saw Nick and Judy from Zootopia. I wasn't even expecting him to lose it like he did, but he just ran up to Nick they embraced for a long, long time. And Judy was jealous,
3: but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. So cool. Nick at night. Yeah. Sean kind of stole mine, but that's all right. I got to say, ah. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's great. I love, I love the same thing. I would say that <clears throat> I love the idea that you're making your, your, I don't know, not blurring, but you're bringing the fantasy to real life for so mm. many people. And you're and you're kind of blurring that fantasy world, reality world kind of idea by having these characters all around you.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I uh, mine is I'm just grateful for their commitment. That you know they you meet the character. You don't meet an actor playing a character. You meet the character, and there's not been one time where I've walked away disappointed from a walk around. And I'll just share along with you, Sean, one of my favorite Disney moments ever. We were at Disney World and our youngest son, Keaton, was just everything in his life was Stitch and all he cared about was Stitch. And the entire time, he didn't really understand how it worked. He kept saying, I'm going to meet Stitch. I'm going to meet Stitch. And we kept going, this was before the app. You know, there was no way to know if we'd meet Stitch or not. And we were at Epcot and we were walking up. We were not in the park yet. And I have no idea why, but as we were walking down the sidewalk from the parking lot going up to Epcot, a door opened. There was not a soul around us. A door opened and Stitch walked out. And my son, the look on his face was worth it for the entire trip, for whatever we paid. And my son ran over to him. We have great photos of him just hugging Stitch and Stitch playing with him. We were not inside the park. And we had this incredible magic moment that we had nothing to do with. Uh, So I absolutely love it. So we're going to go to now the final question, which is what's something that you're thankful for that maybe is just a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit maybe that uh, others, something personal, something that others may not think of. Uh, Anyone want to volunteer to go first? I'll go. Um... Yes, Please skip. Her thing
4: I I've had a, I have had ai have a deeper appreciation and gratitude for um, Astro Orbiter. Mm. A lot of people don't really like that ride. They think it's boring. Whatever, it's the most magical ride at sunset and at night.
0: Yeah, at you get night the it's best amazing. Views
4: of the park. You're just with the breeze going around you, and it. I my last trip to Disneyland, my wife and I we split up. She's she, like because she doesn't go on Space Mountain. And so that was kind of sad, but she went on her rides. I went on mine and I went through space mountain. I did every ride in Tomorrowland that day. I have never done that before ever. Mm -hmm. And my last ride was Astro Orbiter. And I had the satisfaction of being the last person on that ride at the end of the day. And I just circled around Disneyland and I just love that ride. And I love how it's just, it's
0: under the radar and I just love it so much. Mm. That's yeah, such a good one. I love that. Who else? Who wants to go next? Any volunteers? See uh, Shelly, go help. ahead. Yeah, sure.
2: So, um, I want to do a quick sentimental one that r- relates back to the character. Yeah. Walk arounds, just because I happen to have the experience from the other side of of this that no. we're discussing, and yep. Um. And so that is a unique experience that I am really grateful for. And as you all shared, your kids are experiences of seeing characters. I'm having the feelings inside of how I loved it just as much from the opposite end, doing walkarounds and kids running up and being so excited. And you get, as a character, you get so much more opportunity to be playful and actually kind of get into the acting of the character when it is random like that. And and when there's people and, and children that are so extra excited. Um, and there were many times that I had little small tears behind my, behind my little fur. And then also <laughs> outwardly uh, as Mary Poppins and having to kind of hold it in and seeing the, the excitement and the love and, all of that from from other people. So that that is something that I is I guess a unique thing that I am grateful for and ties back to the other one. And then my last one is super silly, but I still think it might not be something that other people care about, but I have this weird anxiety anywhere I go. I've maybe shared this on a different episode, but about knowing exactly where bathrooms are. <laughs> and so something that I am very Rob knows this about me because we have vacationed together several times. Um and I always need to know where I might be able to find a bathroom and Disneyland is so comforting and gives me so much security because I know where they all are and it's wonderful and there's so many of them and I am grateful about bathrooms and their abundance and their theming and all of that. And I I'm so. grateful
4: for Sean putting me onto the best bathroom in the park because every time I go there, this is the
0: best
4: bathroom. <laughs> Absolutely. The, what is it? The Royal one? Yep. by the, ro- uh,
0: the Royal Flush, we decided yep. it was called. Yeah,
4: the Royal Flush. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: I love that. Bo, oh, such good examples. Awesome, guys. All right, Sean Solo, what's your kind of oddball thing you're thankful for with this? Yeah. yeah others, others may not think of
1: very obscure but uh i'm really grateful for the transitions that they have in the park um both with the environment and the sound um Mm -hmm. you don't really notice it but it works uh you go from an adventure land into new orleans square and somehow it just makes sense you go from fantasy land to you know frontier land it just makes sense so uh it's just really, really magical to go from one land to another. You don't even notice. And it just seamlessly, you don't hear the music mix. It, it's just crazy. So That's I just like that. One. Yeah. That's I such a good one. Love it. It's pretty magical there. So
0: Nice. I,
4: I, I, my favorite transition is when you go from Frontierland into that tunnel into Galaxy's Edge. I just yeah. love that transition. It's such so a great
3: seamless. Thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Nick at Night. Well, I'm going to try and and just keep it to one because there's too many. But I I will say that, um, well, this may not be super unique. Um, I'm sure other people have this. But when you're first walking into the park and you hear the esplanade version of when you wish upon a star and you go through the gates, you see the plaque above the tunnels you see the the ride the old vintage ride posters on the wall in that little tunnel and you just come out to that view of Main Street. Mm. That combined walk for me, there is absolutely nothing like it in the world. That that little stretch of, of walking has the ability to transmit you from one place to another and in, in such a unique way that I honestly, I, I pay to just do that because there's something about being able to leave behind your, your regular life and go into this place of fantasy. And for me, that walk is something I'm grateful for. And I'm hoping to get those posters in my, you know, in my studio here, because I want to be able to have some bit of that magic um, here, you know, at home. But for me, that that little piece of, of that little stretch of, of Disneyland is is just pure magic for me, and I'm thankful that something that simple could bring me so much joy. Ah, I love
0: that. Yeah, that is the magical part for sure. It's part of why I have vintage all my vintage Disneyland pictures up on my wall. Is just uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I always stop and look at them. Still, when I'm walking through, and we always take a photo of here. You leave the world of tomorrow and yesterday, and you know, or here the world of today, and enter the world of tomorrow, yesterday, and fantasy. We always stop and take a photo there because you really do get transformed. Uh, I was, I had one that I had thought of earlier today, but I'm going to change uh, because I was just kind of thinking about this last trip. Uh, I went through. I am in the middle of a health change in my life and uh, still a long way to go, but I've, I've lost uh, about 85 pounds in the last year or so. And uh, I was thinking how different this trip was. Uh, I was always kind of hesitant to ride at my heaviest weight uh, space mountain, I was worried about. I mean, you know, full full disclosure. I actually topped out. The highest I ever weighed was three hundred ninety five pounds, and uh, so I, you know, if when when you weigh that much, you take that with you everywhere you go. And I worried about Space Mountain, you know, just squeezing in and and the Matterhorn, getting out of the Matterhorn, <laughs> and uh, you know, I used to call it the shoehorn. Um, because that's what it felt like I had to wedge myself in there and will the seatbelts fit on certain rides and even things like, you know, things that thin people may not think about, but like on small world or pirates, making sure that I was sitting in the middle seat in the middle of the. Boat, because I felt like if I was on one side or the other or the back, I was going to lift up the boat, you know. And it was, I was very self conscious about all that. However, I, I, you know, I still have a a ways to go. But like I said, this was my first time back since a lot of the weight was gone, and it didn't make that much of a difference. And that's what I mean about Disneyland being so accommodating. It was nice to ride uh especially space mountain and feel a lot more comfortable in the car but you can be 700 pounds and and go to Disneyland and there's plenty for you to enjoy and and I'm grateful for that that you know I don't plan to get back up to 400 pounds again but if I did it wouldn't stop me from going to Disneyland and you know and again if you're if you're in a wheelchair or if you're blind or if you're Whatever whatever you are going through, there's a Disneyland for you. And to be able to build one place that is that much, and I will say Universal Studios, fun place, not that though. It's not for everyone. You know, Disneyland is for everyone. And if you're a thrill-seeking teenager or you're a little kid with wonder or in the case of my autistic children – you have very specific challenges. Whatever it is, Disneyland is for you. And uh, even if you're 400 pounds, uh, it's it's still the most magical place on Earth. And I am grateful for that. That's uh, something that a lot of people maybe don't think about because <laughs> they haven't uh, maybe had those challenges. So. I am grateful for all of you guys and I'm grateful for the castle collective and I am grateful for our listeners and man, gratitude. The power of gratitude is incredible. Just doing this episode tonight just uh, felt so good. So I want to go ahead and thank so much the collective members that joined us tonight. And uh, we want to thank you, the listener. If you enjoy the show, we would love a five-star review from you. And uh, if you have a thought for us for a topic, or anything else feel free to reach out we don't do a lot on social media um but we can be reached there we do get the messages so uh please feel free to send us a message and uh on behalf of nick at night and skipper rob and sean solo and c shelley i've been your host sean thank you so much for joining us this week on the castle collective
3: Thank you.